0: This is Bert Bollinger, editor of Hardwood Floors Magazine. The episode of the NWFA Real Answers podcast that you're listening to today is brought to you by the NWFA Emerging Leaders Council. Today, we have Michael Martin and Chris Izza on the phone, and we are going to talk to them about what's going on in the world today. Thanks, Bert. Well, we've had a few days off here. We um, took the weekend, obviously, and then we also were off. We didn't do the podcast uh, while we were doing the NWFA Virtual Expo. So last three weeks, with three days last week, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, uh, we did the Virtual Expo through NWFA. If you didn't get a chance to go, all of the sessions were recorded. So go to NWFAExpo.org, and you can watch presentations that were given live and also recorded. You can also contact exhibitors, ask questions, see the videos and the things that they had on display during the show. Those will be live for another couple of months. We've never done anything like the NWFA Virtual Expo before, and you know necessity is the mother of invention, and we had to do something to get out important education that we, we had planned, and, and obviously with COVID we needed more education, not less. And so you know, knowing that we had a captive audience, we worked really hard to get the virtual expo out there in a time frame that was very similar to um, our original expo dates, because there really were so many questions and people really needed to get together. You know, this uh, being sort of off the grid in your own house a lot, you just need other people to talk to and to to make sure you're doing the right things in your business. So it was really imperative this year for people to be able to have a place to come together. Ziz, you spoke a couple of times for us. What were your takeaways from the uh, virtual expo?
1: Yeah, I'm jacked up about it, honestly. You know, I thought the expo was fantastic. I wasn't able to attend as many I- items as I wanted to um, just due to me having to do what I need to do to keep the company afloat, so to speak. But like I was at Problems, Causes, and Cures with John Namba, I thought it was very well done, and uh, Chell was in that one as well. And on the ones I couldn't visit on a computer, I did listen to audio when I was driving, and I thought it was fantastic. I, I If I were disappointed about something, it's a minor one. But it was, we ran out of time on opening ceremony. I kind of felt like we left them hanging with questions, but we got to them. Uh, It would have been nice to have been able to address those live. But, you know, (laughs) opening ceremony, we literally didn't know what we were up against. So we had some technical stuff that we dealt with. But by the time Friday rolled around and I had to do my presentation, I think we worked out the kinks and uh, things were great. I got a huge uh, amount of response, both text messages, emails, phone calls had some great dialogue with some of you out there over the weekend and I want you to know, I, I enjoy it. And I'm, um, I i do not mind when you guys reach out, you got good questions and I want to give you the best answers I can. So,
0: so what kind of questions do people have for you?
1: You know what? So the biggest one was, and whenever I talk about the difference between markup and margin, I'm always saying, maybe you already know this tell you how many people call me back and go, no, I didn't know that. And so there really is a lot of people out there selling on markup, not margin. I had an interesting email today that I got from a gentleman who has a wood flooring company out in California. And he sent me three three different questions. One was, you know, can he get a copy of the PowerPoint? So, I mean, I'm happy to send that to him. Um, the other was that he said he talked to a number of retailers that are saying, you know, they always get between fifteen um percent margin and twenty to twenty five if they're lucky on a homeowner. And I don't know who he's talking to, but if that's what you're doing out there in the retail world, I'm sure you're not stacking money up because those margins are too low. And, you know, don't hold me hostage here and say, you know, Ziz is an idiot and he's wrong, but the reality is. We can't be out there selling product at fifteen percent and twenty percent and twenty five percent twenty to twenty five has to be your low number and you really need to work hard to get it into that thirty to forty range so I had several conversations with um, different flooring guys over the weekend around that whole idea of margin and um, I had a lengthy conversation yesterday afternoon with the gentleman um he was from north of Detroit uh, by about an hour, I believe he said. Nice guy. We had a great talk. So we talked about pricing and we broke it all down. Um, I mean, literally broke it down by what do we think we can install in a day with a helper, and what's that helper going to cost? and let's put the cost of the helper including the you know the overhead of, of owning a company. And we got to a point where we felt about $80 an hour was going to be this guy's cost. And then we backed it in to using formulas to how much he should be charging per foot. And he's got the facts in his mind now, so he knows how low he can sell and where he should be. But he should be putting a profit margin on that. So those were the popular questions. Everybody wanted to talk about pricing and have that. When you sell a product, you have to be – Confident that the price you're selling at is the right price. Trust me, the price you're selling at is not how much will the customer pay. You need to understand your costs, put the right profit margin on it, and then go sell at that and run a successful business. Yeah, you're going to have customers where you're going to make more margin and you're going to have customers where you're going to make less. But in the balance, you're walking out with a healthy company over years. That was the whole point of our presentation and Michael I think we're going to do more of that Um, you know I've seen through the questions what guys are are struggling with and I I can't wait to dig into it and try and turn it into another course you need to understand your costs and you need to understand how much you need to make to stay in business and run a proper company so uh, I could see a number of different lessons there because I learned them on my way up and some of them I learned the hard way
0: So speaking speaking of, of the hard
1: way, how's everybody doing out there with COVID nineteen?
0: Yeah, well, I was just about to ask you. I think uh, I think you texted me over the weekend that you got your PPP finally, but we haven't talked about that on the podcast. So, did you finally get your funding?
1: Okay. Yes, money is in the bank, as they say. Uh, we actually get funded during Expo, and it wasn't really a timely thing to go out there and tell everyone about it, and they didn't want to interfere with Expo, so. We got the request from the bank to sign the loan documents. We did that, and then we got two days later, two and a half days later, we were funded. The money was in the account. I actually got a text message from my office with a bunch of happy faces saying the money's in the account, and I was happy that it showed up before Wednesday's payroll. It was there Wednesday morning, and we made the. then we couldn't make the transfer, actually. Um, so there was one more step, but that was just a clerical thing that we needed to dot an I and cross a T and lo and behold, there it is. We're one week down of our eight weeks. And so we're paying attention and we're, we've got a spreadsheet going because, um, Michael, who is the, um, gentleman, I think it's, is it, uh, Todd Saunders beat the big box? Yes. Okay. So, he did a great Facebook presentation with his dad, who's a CPA. And his dad sent something that I'd like to share with you guys. It was very smart. And it was your job in this PPP is to use the money so perfectly that you get it gifted back to you. The forgiveness of the debt is in place. Right. If you misuse the money, you're going to owe the money. Right. And. The goal for your business should be to not misuse this money at all so it's all forgiven because that's how you're going to help your business. Yeah. And it it seems trivial and easy to believe um, or easy to follow, but trust me, don't give anyone the opportunity to not forgive the debt. So log it correctly. We've got a spreadsheet going already that shows the payroll. Then we're showing the rent on the warehouse, the utility bills. Uh, what portion of health insurance is going to get covered, and we're paying attention to it.
0: Well, I've got a few guidelines here, if uh, if I may, I pulled together Please. here just to talk about it a little bit. And basically, there are when you're looking at the forgiveness planning, and that's what they're calling it now, is you know the forgiveness planning and expense tracking. Once you get the loan, are the most important things for you to be looking at. You know, up until now, we've been so worried about getting a loan or what does that loan look like that no one's really thought about what 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 do I need to do with it now. So, right, loan forgiveness and expense tracking. So you want to plan to maximize the the most that you possibly can out of that. So you have to be able to project and know the spending on the approved expenses in the eight weeks covered period. So it's just in that eight weeks that you need to be very specific about where things are going um, and track out everything. So you also need to be able to figure out if that's enough money for you to cover with the loan or whether you need other money to try to fill in the gap. Uh, with the loan forgiveness and sometimes you know it may be better for you um, you also have to decide whether you want to keep any excess or not keep any excess but the interest rate is so low that it it makes sense in a lot of situations you're buying money so cheap for so such a period of time that keeping the balance um, and then paying the interest on that may be worthwhile but a lot of it can be done during the period um, if you're tracking it correctly so again Uh, expense tracking for each time payments on the approved expenses are made. You've got to do that. You have to establish a record-keeping system specifically for the loan, measure the expenses against projections, adjust the planned spending based on rolling actual results, and then financial statement recordings and reporting during the eight weeks. So again, that eight-week period is very important. And one thing I will also say here on the phase 4, which would be the audit, what I'm reading here says that the U.S. uh, Treasury Secretary has indicated that companies – Receiving PPP loans of more than two million will be audited. For companies with loans two million or less, audits are not required, but can be conducted by the government. So, regardless of the loan size, um, you could be audited, and you need to be you need to watch the guidance and make sure that you have the support. If you were to go into an audit process, that you have the support and the tracking in place uh, to make sure that the loan is forgivable. So, again, just you know, watch what you're doing with with the money. I mean, I know a lot of folks are being told to put it in, put it in a separate account altogether and then write yourself a paycheck uh, to put it over into your regular accounts and that type of thing. So um, make sure you're, you're very clear on the clearance. And we have some more documents that we put up on our resource center that help, uh, help you understand this, but um, it's not that complicated, but you certainly want to get it right.
1: Yes. And, that, and that's exactly correct. It's not complicated. But you have to get it right. You know, even my office was like, you know, let's use this fund for payroll this week. I'm like, no, we're using the PPP for everything that it qualifies for, because that's how it gets forgiven. Right. So have those meetings and figure it out. And uh, you know, again, like I always say, reach out if you got questions. But um, reach out to your real professionals, your your accountants and your CPAs. Um, and your banker, they're the ones that are going to be able to help you the most. Absolutely. That's really all I have over here. I, I've got a lot of questions to answer from Friday's Pricing for Profit, and I'm going to do that, and I'm going to be sending out the various emails uh, to everyone that asked, and thank you guys for reaching out for that. Give me some time to send it to you, and we'll go from there.
0: Hey, maybe we could um, take like the top maybe I don't know if there's 10, but take the top five or the type type 10 questions that you got and do those on a podcast. So I'm sure if one person has a question, probably three more wanted to ask.
1: You know what? Not a bad idea. So let's make that our next one. I think the next time we talk, we should give a quick COVID update on where we stand. And then let's jump into answering the questions from pricing for profits, because there really were a lot of them and they're good questions.
0: And if you haven't watched that series yet, you can go back to www.nwfaexpo.org and watch the recorded version that's live out there for your benefit. Oh, that's good
1: to know. Cause I didn't know that. And one of the questions mm-hmm. was how can I get a copy of it?
0: Yes, everything's recorded. The PowerPoints are loaded up in the presentation. So if you are watching the, if you're watching the recording, um, there's another set of documents that are available to you within the presentation, um, including, you know, like we had the masks, you know, those the information on those masks are there as well, as well as the PowerPoints from our opening session too. That was another
1: popular question. So I'm not being funny. I'm actually typing an email right now to this gentleman in California. What What is the um, website? He's going to
0: www.wfaexpo.org
1: nwfaxpo.org. org, And he can see the downloads. Absolutely. Terrific. Well, that's a great place to drop off, guys. Go read it. And uh, we'll catch you on the next time. It's coming right up. Keep it real out there and keep it safe, too. Let's not All go right. backwards. Let's go forwards.
0: Thanks, Ziza. All right, back thanks to you, for Bert. Well, Michael, Chris, thanks for your time today. If you have any topics that you want us to cover right now, please let us know. I've put my contact information in the podcast description, and we look forward to your input. And as always, stay safe, and we'll talk again soon.